You're listening to Heroes in the Moment. What's up, Heroes? I'm Michael. And I'm Nathan. Today, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Bro, we waited so long. Waited so long. So long, man. This is going to be one of my favorite podcasts for sure. We're here. We're finally here. We're finally here. And I'm so excited to talk about my favorite character in Star Wars. And it just gets me so excited because, like I said in previous podcast this is my was my most anticipated project of 2022 yeah maybe ever besides endgame so i'm so excited to be here talking about it now having seen the first two episodes so spoilers ahead as we go dive deep into both episodes so i'm so excited to do that so right off the bat initial reactions i will say I love this show so far. Yeah, dude, I, I, I can't lie. You know me. Going into it, I was really skeptical. I was mm-hmm. all right, Disney Plus, what you got? They've right. begun to fit their Star Wars into kind of the same format. Right. But as soon as like the first 10 minutes, I was like, dude, right. this is different. It's this is um, like a movie. It like, felt, so, like, it felt real, like a movie. The first it episode did. did. The first episode w- was phenomenal television. It was absolutely fantastic. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time. It was unfortunate because I originally had planned to wake up at 3 a.m. the night it dropped <laughs> to watch, you know, the first episode. Yeah. Then they threw the curveball and they were like, oh, we're going to release it earlier. But then my brother, Steven, he was like, hey, you're going to watch this with me, right? And I was like, man, like, I don't shucks, know if I'm going to watch it. He's like, come on, dude, watch it with me. Yeah. It's, our, it's our moment. We got to do this together. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I ended up waking up at 3 a.m. anyway and watching Stranger Things 4. So now that I went yeah, back and rewatched it, not too bad. You had Stranger Things still, four to look I forward to. I had Stranger to, Things four to look forward to, you and know. then I watched Obi Wan Kenobi, and I was not disappointed by it's any. Been, means. It's been a great week. For it's us been nerds. a great it really has. week really has. Um, in general with everything going on. So I'm super excited to dive heads first into this mm. uh, show. So we're gonna go first episode, then we'll talk about the second episode, and then we'll round it off with some announcements for you guys. So right off the bat, for episode one. I will say, like we said, I love this episode, mm. but uh, one thing I appreciated is the intro to this episode. I did not see coming. I didn't think that they, you know, I didn't see it was like a recap of the prequels and it was a welcome one at that. I was getting emotional. Yeah, right off it, the bat. it was such a well-crafted mm. uh, intro. It was about like two to three minutes. It was four minutes. Yeah, four minutes. Yeah, it was but four minutes. See, there was no wasted time. No. It made perfect sense with the show. Like it was about the fastest recap you could give oh, yeah. of the prequels and then bam, right. it hits. And I do like how it, it didn't instantly show Obi-Wan. Right. It, like it built up to it, which it I really appreciated. It did. Which I th- also thought was cool in this intro was, you know, the focus was Obi-Wan, of course. But it also had a lot of moments that focused on Anakin, yeah. which was super cool because we know he's a very he's crucial part to this show as well. So I yeah. thought that was very awesome. And him, and also don't forget Qui-Gon. I yeah. mean, it even ends with him like, I've been training for you. you for know, sure. Right it's hinting so hard at Qui-Gon. Um, he's going to be in it. There's no denying it now. Dude, I uh, should hope so. I'll talk he's about my that favorite. He's, he's, he's definitely going to be in it. I'm so excited. It was, it was a fantastic intro. But then as soon as that intro ended, we went into something else in the beginning of the show that was also awesome. And that was going back to the Jedi Temple during Order sixty six. What do you think about Dude, that? I think I didn't think we we're gonna see that at all. Either. We got a flashback in what Mandalorian season two, right? Right. Um. But dude, that was crazy, it was. bro. It was like we haven't seen a perspective like from a from a Jedi Master to like to the pupils, like right, trying to, to make it out. Right. Yeah. Right. And we don't even know their fate, um, which is super interesting as well because you know as we've seen you know in other trailers released on Star Wars Day Celebration, and we'll talk more about that on that podcast. We see some that. Some younglings did escape. So, and mm. also from Grogu, we know he escaped somehow or another. Facts. And that if that has showed Speed. those younglings, we know they're going to have to go back and touch on them again. You know, maybe one or two of them escape. So, yeah. I'm super excited. What to, do we do? 
We See run. <laughs> get out of there, homie. <laughs> you need to go. Get out, get out. Get on out of there. Coming. <laughs> but I do love, you know, and then we, of course, cut back and we're in Tatooine now. And I, I do love how they're doing the character of Obi-Wan mm. because it fits so well. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, the torturousness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as fans, naturally, we're drawn to the characters we know are good, but, like, they're, they're played with right. with guilt and shame. And that's exactly how we see Obi-Wan. He's been living 10 years, uh, hiding out, refusing to use his yeah, powers. Completely disconnected. Yeah, refusing, like, almost like even to be good, like, just living a normal right. life. And, dude, that, that just hurts because a lot mm-hmm. of us, like, can relate. Right, you know, in that sense. So, I mean, it's, it's typical. We see it all the time. The guilt-ridden hero, but it feels fresh. It does. It does. And I mean, this this show, I feel like, is doing what Last Jedi couldn't do. Mm. If that makes sense. With that's Luke. facts. I mean, facts. He's they, a better. He's it, better it's than doing better. So, shout out to Deborah Chow, who was the. I think she directed every single episode of the show. Really? And is that uh, a shout first out to her for Disney Plus. I think it may be a first for anyway Star Wars anyway. Yeah. Um, and shout out to her. She did a lot of episodes of Mandalorian. So. Shout out to her for accomplishing that with his character because, you know, the way that they did Obi-Wan Kenobi was so perfect because, you know, you have to make that transition from the Jedi Master we know and love to this tortured soul who's dis- completely disconnected the Force watching over Luke to Ben Kenobi eventually yeah. where he's made peace with himself. And I can't wait to see that come into fruition from the show. And so far, they're doing a really good job with it. I mean, I, 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 me and some others might even argue that this might be the best, like, well-written mm-hmm. um a character we've seen for uh, uh, Kenobi, like yeah. like to be honest, like he was uh, Ewan McGregor was great in the prequels, but we didn't see that amount uh, in that depth of the writing, right. the plot for right. his character. But here, I don't know, it just felt like they different. have it here. It was centered on right. him. You can see him struggling, with and it. they know who the fans are for this show, and that's what's also very very cool to know about. And what I also love about this show that we've kind of never seen before, to be honest, is how you know it's so connected to the prequels. But and it's so connected to the originals as well, though that it's gl- the glue that puts them together that we kind of missed yeah. for a long time. And, and I guess one of the only pieces we have recently was a uh, like Bad Batch, and obviously right. that was animated. But to right. see something in live action like this, like you said, connecting it, it's just weird to see because right. they were separated by decades and decades. Well, the difference between this and the Bad Batch was the Bad Batch was straight right after Revenge of the Sith. Plus, it's about characters that are just from Clone Wars, not characters from the movies. Yeah. So seeing characters from the movies to come together to be that glue between the t- you know two different um, eras of Star Wars is so cool to me, mm. and I loved it. And I know a lot of fans are raving over it as we speak, you know, and it's so good. And then, of course, we see him watching over Luke and the torturing passive, you know, him. he's working as kind of like a butcher, I guess you could say. Yeah, what is he doing? Just I don't meat. know. He's stealing some meat Dude, every he's time. He's stealing every day. I know. I wonder when he's going to get caught. I don't like, know. It's pretty obvious. Unless he's, like, but... allowed to do that. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know who's going to stop him, though. I don't know. And then every day he travels into town. I don't know whether it's Moss Espa or Moss Osley, whichever, yeah. or another one. And he rides on his camel thingy. <laughs> Seems like that's his only friend. It does. Like, honestly, it does. That's a sad life. It does. And then he rides back into the cave. And then we see the nightmares. And the nightmares, man. The Like when he nightmared back to like Mustafar, man. Feels. Bro. Tr- <laughs> and I guess it was that moment when it hit me like, man, like. I guess he still thinks, you know, Anakin is dead because it's obviously it's right. e- easy, you know, easy for us right. to think, but he didn't know that. So, dude, <laughs> bro, seeing that and him, fight again. And him watching over Luke, and you can see that he really, really cares about Luke. And, yeah. he, you know, like him trying to give him toys and him trying to help him out as he goes. Well, he doesn't course. want him to end up the same way as Anakin. Right. You know, I, I right. feel like he's he's trying to redeem himself because obviously he knows he fa- he feels like right. he failed Anakin and he's not trying to let that happen to Luke. Right. And it's pretty cool the fact that we know that he does redeem himself for that and that Luke yeah. does end up becoming, you know, really awesome in the end. So that's pretty cool to know about too. 
Um, which is super sad though, because Uncle Owen, of course, doesn't support that and wants Obi Wan to completely stay away from losing. I mean, his life. he's the only protection he has. Right. What's Uncle Owen gonna do? <laughs> Throw some blue milk at him? Like, <laughs> it's not gonna but work. I do have to. Uh, I do understand where Uncle Owen's coming from. You know, seeing Obi Wan not wanting his son to be well, his pretty much adopted son. I mean, you know, he raised him uh, as yeah. from a baby, so you know, he loves him like his own son pretty much at this point. So to know that, you know, Obi-Wan could be the same, the same thing that could happen to him that happened to Anakin. Yeah. I just want to keep it. him as far as away right. from that life as I possible. I understand that. And pr- to be honest, if I was a dad, I'd probably do the same thing. Right. I agree. Know? I agree. I probably would too, even though I'd like to think I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But, you know. And then, of course, we cut back to Obi-Wan in his cave, calling out to his old master, Qui-Gon. And that, to me, is just confirmation enough. I don't know how you felt about that. Mm. that I feel like, you know, in, plus in the flashback sequence, like you said, you know, in the end, Yoda's like, you need to talk to your old master. And that's how it ends, the flashback yeah. sequence. And then now he's, like, calling out to Qui-Gon. He's calling it's, like, out. it's like, bro, he, he has, to, has to be. There's no way Qui-Gon leaves him hanging Oh, in no, the cave. for sure. He does not. <laughs> I got he's just so excited, the right moment. though. I was like, please. Right. Uh, Liam Neeson's Qui-Gon is one of my favorite characters in Star Wars. Right. And I loved him in Phantom oh, Menace. Sure. And we never got to see enough of him. Mm-hmm. So I completely Ooh. agree. Dude, It'd be Force awesome. Ghost so be cool. my curiosity, I'm wondering is... Like maybe Qui-Gon can't necessarily reach him on Tatooine and maybe the fact that he's now going off world and maybe he lands on some world where he can connect with Qui-Gon. Yeah, maybe like Possibly. closer or something. Possibly. I don't I'm know. Not sure I don't know exactly works, how that but... works because like we said, um, Qui-Gon didn't, didn't fulfill his training and finish his training um, to completely reach Force Ghost. He just reached Force Voice ability as mm. only on stronger planets. So uh, I wonder how that'll work and hopefully we'll see that in the future, but he's got to be in it. I feel like Liam Neeson would do it too. Yeah. So. And as, as far as I know, you know, I haven't heard anything official, but with cameras like this, you know, they like to keep it under wraps. Right. So that, that would be a huge surprise. Huge. Absolutely huge. So, and there were multiple times crossed. in this trailer where I was getting like super excited and edgy that I thought they were going to show him, but they didn't. Yeah. They kind of threw us off, but it's okay. <laughs> it's still good. So now we got to talk about, um, some newer characters, not necessarily new, but new to characters. Maybe some of you guys, um, because it's their first live action appearances, and that is the Inquisitors. And I must say, they look better in the show than they yeah. did in the trailer. I will say the, the Grand Inquisitor looked a lot better. The Obviously, yellow eyes know, was a lot better. Not completely like animation, but no, it's never going to be. Right. But he did look ten times better. I felt it in the trailer, he and he, I thoroughly enjoyed him in the first episode. Right. He was, he was intimid- menacing. He, he was, was intimidating, he was. and I was legitimately scared. So right, right. Shut and up. I liked the fifth brother. Honestly, I think they did really fifth good with him. Fifth brother was cool. He was kind of legit. Yeah. But I really liked him. Who I didn't like was Reva. Right, I I agree. I'm not a huge fan of so, Reva ever. Reva ever. That, that was pretty much my, my only con with this. Mm. I, I feel I don't know if others feel this way, but I feel like her part is way too forced. I it agree. seems we'll talk about later in the second episode, but it, it feels like they're making her to be the big bad villain just under Vader. Right. Especially as we see in the later episode. But like her part just feels so Unnecessary right. and forced. Like, why wouldn't you just make it the Grand Inquisitor? Or you I bring agree. in Reva, who's just burned on by personal motives. And right. she's not a attractive, like, compelling character. Like, there's nothing uh-huh. about her that screams, like, she's unique. Her desires right. are unique. Right. You know? I agree. I completely agree with you. I do think um, it will be better once we finally do see her backstory. Because my theory is, I think she was one of the younglings in the Jedi Temple during Order 66. And I think that Obi-Wan didn't end up saving her. What? I think that's what's going to end up happening. Like the, when the, you remember, Dude, the, I just got goosebumps. Yeah. I mean the little girl, you know, in the beginning when they showed it, there was a little girl who was an African-American along with them. Really? So I'm like, 
that was probably Raven. Dude, for, I didn't notice that. I yeah. hadn't heard that. Right. Dude, that would make perfect sense. So why she, why she's just and like it would make her a better character. On, yeah, on this revenge mission because mm-hmm. then it would justify. I feel like her feelings in some right. sense. It would make her a better mm-hmm. character. And one thing, you know, like I said, right now I feel disconnected from her and we don't really like her that much now. But one thing I do like about her is, you know, the, her passion. You know, if we get that backstory that kind of the missing piece of the puzzle, she could be a really cool character, an interesting character. But I do like her passion. And the fact that when she cut that guy's hand off. But she was not playing. She wasn't playing. I wasn't expecting that I appreciated early. that, though. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. I like Disney was not afraid to pull punches. Right. Like, so often you'll, you'll, still, you'll, see, you'll, sorry, you'll see a villain, like, make threats or something and just right. not deliver. But instantly, like, she delivers. She's like, oh, right. crap. She not but Part missing. of me feels like her character is a little bit predictable. Because what I think will happen, it will give us that backstory. Maybe I'm right with the youngling theory. I don't know. But if they give us that backstory and then Obi-Wan, you know, ends up kind of making ends meet with her right and then she turns to the good side and then vader will kill her that's that's what's gonna happen Ooh. i can already see that Ooh. happening if you know if that makes sense oh you're so, predi- i see what you that's doing. what i'm saying and i've okay. already predicted a good part of this show yeah, no, so far I was, watching, I was like listen i'm pretty sure you done said that i man. did so I, i'm i will see what happens i could be wrong though we'll see mm. all right and then we of course in the show with the inquisitors that we see they're hunting another jedi but not kenobi on tatooine yeah and we meet this other jedi what do you think of that uh, i thought it was pretty cool i was uh i thought it was odd at first to think that there'd be mm. like more than one jedi on this right, planet right. i didn't assume there'd be too many but seeing another one was i guess kind of cool um but 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 the reason it was cool seeing him was um you got to see his interaction with kenobi and you got right. to understand like their relationship and like the stakes that they were going through because um, he's obviously hunted and no one knows like what Kenobi right. is or like who he looks like. The one thing part, the one part that I thought was weird is the fact that he just automatically knew that Obi-Wan was on Tatooine. Yeah. Like, how, I, did I, know, I know. how did he know how to find him? I, I don't know. He, he may have never even he seen have been Obi-Wan for before. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, he could have heard Obi-Wan's message, you know, from the, uh, I keep wanting to say Horcrux, not Horcrux, Holocron. The Holocron. The Holocron message. He could have got Holocron. that message from him. And <laughs> I keep wanting to say that. I, I don't was know why. Holocaust. Holocaust. Dang it. No. Dang it. We do not Holocron. condone that. Holocron. Holocron. Okay. Holocron. <laughs> I got it now. Hall. All Hall. right. So Holocron. And maybe he saw that message and possibly wanted to bring it in. Hmm. I don't know. But I don't know. They didn't really explain it. No. But you know, he it, does end up dying. So rip. Yeah. Rip. It's, it's quite unfortunate, but I thought that was a cool part too because Disney also didn't, you know, hold back on that. Right. I thought it was really cool because the incident show you see Obi Wan come in. There's some chattering and it zooms in from the bottom mm. up. That was cool. You see the feet. You're like, oh man, they got him. And, but like that, that further plays into how well they're writing Kenobi's character because obviously he's written with guilt. Mm. But more after that, he refused to help him. Right. He refused to go out of his way. Right. And like in some sense, like Kenobi's guilty. He Be- is like because it, of that. He is in a way. He is in, in a way. way, or at least that's how Kenobi would see right. him too. So it is. That gives him more sad. motivation. That's to why get the back writing the is so good so far for yeah. that first episode, and that was really amazing. And then, of course, we have a welcome surprise um, when it cut over to Alderaan, and then, of course, we get a young Princess Leia. Perfect casting. It was. I think perfect they did casting, well. I, I think the dialogue is perfect for her. I think the way that she's doing it is well. I think they casted a little young, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I will say, I like the actress, but she's supposed to be 10. She's and she feels 10. more like about 7. She feels 7, eight, I know yeah. they can always write it off or something. She has a baby face, whatever. Right. But... I don't know. I I'll, do like her sassiness, though. It fits so I well. Say, I love her sassiness, but she's almost too smart for her age. I get I, that. I will say, like... I get that. I know people say, it's because she's a Jedi, she's Force-sensitive. Right. But, dude, she is She is better with, like, you know, clever one-liners than, like, most adults. That's true. Like, like, That's true. 
Uh, I kid does not usually have that good of a No, I, I know that. That is very true. If you do, props to you, my kid. <laughs> but yeah, that was a walking surprise. And the fact that she had quite a bit of screen time and the fact that it was like cutting back and forth between her and Kenobi to show that their stories are intertwined was pretty awesome to me. Yeah, that was ex- that was extremely welcome. I remember mm-hmm. you predicting she would get kidnapped. I did. So, so shout out. And I would but, bring Kenobi back into the field. But that was actually possibly my favorite part. Like, how much have we seen of young Leia on Alderaan? Right. Like, no, none. Never. Like, none, never. I mean, right? We've seen young Leia in Rebels, uh, yeah. but never on Alderaan. But, so. like, like in, in, the, uh, in the originals, it focused on Luke on his upbringing. You're like, right. well, what the crap was his sister doing? Right. And Dude, we so cool to is, see Alderaan. It is also cool to see that, you know, she is equally as important as Luke. And, you know, they're showing that. And I really like that, even though Obi-Wan couldn't see that at first. It was really cool. And it also explains a lot on how, you know, she knew him in A New Hope. So yeah, that was cool. They have, they've already interacted. Right. You've already saved me. <laughs> come do it again. <laughs> right, right. And then, of course, we had Belle come back again. We Nice to see Belle Organa back. Um, Shout out. But then again, Perfect father. I called it when, you know, they kidnapped her. And stuff. Yeah. The only thing I don't like is the running sequence was a little bit bad. I will say, yeah, I forgot to mention that. L- listen, if I'm chasing a toddler, well, I guess not. To- if I'm chasing a kid through the woods right. and they jump over log or they run under log, I'm jumping over it. Oh, I'm running sure. under it. Right. Just if, grab if it. If they jump <laughs> through a tiny like Y in the tree, mm-hmm. I'm running around it. Exactly. Like she's running maybe like five to 10 miles an hour, homie. Not even that, probably. I You're mean, catching her. I, I know she knows the woods. Don't give me that crap. She's going right. to be Jedi. Anyone who's not in a wheelchair can <laughs> probably catch her. I feel it. like they could have made it a little bit more realistic. I feel like Star Wars in general needs to work on the running sequences, to be yeah. honest. But I, I'll just kind of look over that because everything else was so good. So Shout out to Flea, too. I was not expecting to see one of my favorite bassists playing a, a villainous role in Star Wars. <laughs> so having a celebrity cameo is kind of cool. So yeah. shout out, go. Flea. All right, so next up, we got to go into episode two. Um, this episode, I, I think it was still good, just not as good as the first yeah. one, if that makes sense. I, I think it would have helped episode two if it wasn't uh, released back to back, because obviously we're going to compare them. Right. Um, but completely different feel, mm-hmm. off world. Um, but we get to see a lot more action, but not nearly quite as much. And depth I think it was story. a little bit too short, if I'm being honest. Yeah. I was under the impression that every single episode would be at least like, you know, 56 minutes to an hour or somewhere in there. So I was a little bit disappointed with that, like, what, 46-minute runtime? Yeah. I would have enjoyed it to an extra 10 minutes or so added on to that. Yeah. But this episode has some really, really cool stuff in it yeah. that we'll talk about here in a second. Truly. But, you know, it's still pretty cool, and it's also cool to see a new world. And I really enjoyed this new world of, like, crime and underworld stuff. Yeah, it, it, very uh, Corazon like S. I, mm-hmm. I don't know. But I, I guess maybe more family-friendly, because even in the end when he's walking around with her, like, you see some people taking pity on her. It's like, I guess it ain't that bad there. Right, but right. Um, it was cool seeing it in the new world. It was cool. And it's also cool to see, like, you know, when Obi-Wan's, you know, originally gets off there and then he has that interaction with one of the people there and who's trying to sell him, like, this drugs or spice in the Star Wars universe. And then she's like, I was once, you know, a daughter too that was lost. Here, this will make you help you forget it. Here, take some drugs. That, that's pretty sad, though, and realistic at yeah. the same time of what happens today. Mm. Um, you know, because the child trafficking or trafficking in general is very, you know, real. Yeah. It's and pretty, it's, it's super yeah. sad to see that. And the, the show that realism was really cool as well. Mm. Um, and also shout out because that was Ewan McGregor's daughter who played that role. Really? Yeah. That's so, his actual daughter? That's his actual real well, life part, daughter. That part was cool, too, because later on, what she gives him helps him in the episode. Mm. So just goes to show that, hey, like, you can turn something out of no a bad situation right that is that is very true and then next up we see a clone trooper this part was the best i love this part what do you yeah. think 
Dude, at first I was freaking out. I was like, "Who is that? Like someone we know right. in disguise?" I don't think it was. Is it? Yeah, yeah it's probably just a regular. But I heard Still. it. I was like, "Tamara Morrison." And I was like, "Tamara like, Morrison." Ah! At first I was like, "Rex, Rex, Rex," but no. But it, it was weird. I've never, ever, ever thought about clones being seen in the same light in our world as veterans. Right. I've never thought about that. Well, we have to remember that they were there was millions of them, you know, that were created as the Republic, and then they got discontinued, as we saw in Bad Batch. Rip. So what happened to them? They had to become like homeless people on the street, unfortunately. That's terrible. I man. know it is terrible. And especially because some of them still had the chips in them as well. So we'll have to see with that. And my curiosity is wondering, can does this possibly mean since Tamora of course came back, does this mean we could see Cody in the show? Interact with Obi Wan. Oh, I mean, how cool would that be? The Cody would be banging. It would dude. be pretty awesome. Or Rex, even. I would love to see that. But I don't know if they would ever do those two in live action. But I really hope that they could do it. And this would be the perfect opportunity. Why to not? Do so. Go big or go on with Kenobi. That's I say. exactly right. All right. The next up, I have to talk about Kamul uh, Najani. Is that how you pronounce his name? I don't know, but I loved him. He was so great. I was dying laughing watching him. He was. Probably that was probably the funnest I've had in Star Wars. That that was yeah, hilarious. That might have been the funniest scene I've seen in Star Wars. I, in to general, be with you, because that was so funny. Because at first I was like, "Is he a Jedi?" And then of course I started to be like, "Okay, there's no way." Yeah. And then Obi Wan comes in. Scary people. Just as a Jedi, he was like, "I am a Jedi. I am a Jedi. I am your savior." <laughs> and he opens and closes the door. I know it's so funny. <laughs> Using magnets, he was like. And then using the phone, I was like, he's a powerful Jedi at first. Yes. Like, going all, all the way through the phone. He was like, you will do this. You will do this. I'm, you, I'm controlling your mind. I am controlling your mind. <laughs> that was so funny. And they were so, like, believing. And yeah. he's like, oh, I don't want to take your money. Oh, here we go. Thank you. And, but all that we asked in return is just a few credits. He takes your money. He takes, takes all of her money anyway. Like, Thank you. <laughs> this will help in my needs. <laughs> so funny. But th- when he interacted with Rava later, that was so funny too because he was like, I am the Jedi you were looking for. I see. <laughs> she's like, You're, she's no like Jedi. You're not a Jedi. She's like, I am a Jedi. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, I loved his role. Dude, I will say, at first, I, 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 dude, I think it's hilarious, but I almost wonder like, how he switched so fast. Yeah. Like, obviously, he was never a truly bad guy. He was pretending for money, but he was still getting his passengers safe from exactly. what we hear. Right. But he goes from that scamming people to like trying to sacrifice his life for Kenobi. I, I don't know if he necessarily did that. Because, you know, like he's standing right. in the way of an inquisitor. Right. Like, that's pretty what? legit. Yeah. One part, though, that you know, kind of threw me off was um, in the scene when, of course, you know, he, his little servant boy comes in and like is like, oh, he was the guy you just had in here. He's got a bounty on him. And he was like, well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> I'm wondering if he's still trying to get that bounty. I don't know. Huh? So I don't I don't know. But it doesn't seem like it. But I love his character and I hope we get to see more of him. Yeah, he, he was, was great. freaking hilarious. Dude. It was so great. Pull him in, man. It was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, we have, of course, Leia, who's imprisoned by the pirate people, which I think this would have been perfect if they brought it back Hondo. But... I would love to see Hondo. Ooh, dude, Hondo in live action. Hondo is one of the best written characters dude, in Clone so Wars. Great. Changed my mind. He's so great, but that didn't happen. But I do like, and then of course Obi Wan saves her, and then of course he compares her to her mother Padme. I thought that was super, super cool because it mm. is. I mean, he's she is very similar to both she Anakin said that, and Padme, and she was so sad, and she started mm. walking away, and you could see that like regret in Kenobi's eyes, as you can see him like picturing right. Padme. Like, oh man, I that know. hurts. It, it does hurt really well, but. They they did a good job with Leia. I will say I really liked how they're doing Leia. I love show. Leia. I really uh, she's, do. They're doing a great job, and I appreciate that. 
Uh, the next step, of course, we have this whole Leia and Obi-Wan interaction as they're trying to get off world. Um, and of course, Rava's hot on their tails along with other Inquisitors, um, which was super cool. And bounty about. hunters now. Yeah, bounty too, hunters right? now. And bounty hunters now. So, so I don't know. That, it makes me question that part. Like, why would Reva knowingly risk her life to mm. get, I guess, revenge on Kenobi? Because she, she knew the Grand Inquisitor orders, right. but she still went off on her own and put out the bounty yeah. on him. And that's why so, I'm assuming that puzzle piece that we're missing her backstory, we got to get like, that. It has to be there. And who knows? Why would she and if we get that backstory, that, you know? who knows? We could be like, wow, she was a great character. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? I mean, I could definitely see it in the future if they do it really well and perfectly. And they just add that final missing piece to her character. We'll all like in, in, inevitably love her. Hopefully, mm. I hope. I really, really hope. I'm rooting for her. Really, but at this point, I don't I'm know. not right now. You're not right now. I'm kind of hoping Kenobi slaughters her. I think he will. Well, I don't think he will. I think Vader will. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But we'll see what happens with that. Of course, and then of course Leia tries to run away from Obi Wan when she, of course, she's like on the fence about that him part was belief. hilarious. That so was I can't lie. Like, how do I not can trust you? You're not even a real Jedi. If you're a real Jedi, make me float. <laughs> make me, make float. me float. He's like, I can't use my force. I can't do it right <laughs> now. Look, <laughs> it loses, but it was great. And then, of course, we see Leia f- ends up following, and Obi Wan has to finally tap into the force. But what was really interesting about the scene that a lot of people kind of miss is like a lot of people were like, why did it take him so long? But the, to me, I saw it as wow, he's it's hurting him so much because of how much he was disconnected and how much he had to bury it yeah. to use it again. I think how impressive that is. Mm. You go 10 years without doing anything. Imagine right. how bad you're being after it. Oh, yeah. But with everything on the line 10 years later, like catching a person falling, mm-hmm. like everything was at stake. But dude, watching him yeah. having to tap back in, and, and as soon as he did that, it was like, all right, bam. I feel like there was a, a switch that was turned. Right. It was. Oh, no, that, that was like flicked. It like, was. like, really, he had been refusing and neglecting it mm-hmm. for so long, but finally, out of necessity, he had to. And then, bam, right. back with the force, baby. And that was great. Know? That was great. And I love I loved that interaction. And also, that reminds me to go back a little bit. I forgot to mention when he buried, when he digs up his lightsabers. Mm. It was Anakin's and his buried back to back. So that's pretty. mm. I know. And and early he had mentioned to the Jedi, he's like, just go out to the middle of the sand and bury him. And you find out he had done the same exact thing. thing. And then he had to go back, of course, for Leia because he had to. Felt Mm. like he had to. And this time he couldn't avoid this calling. All right. Next up, of course, we have Obi Wan having to trust um, Camille and Johnny's character to go in this spacecraft. And of course, Obi Wan leads Leia there. And Rava and Obi-Wan have this confrontation a little bit. Of course, it's kind of one-sided because they never, Obi-Wan never talks to her, but Rava talks. Yeah. And they have this conversation, which the conversation was cool in the sense where he, she revealed that Vader's still alive to Obi-Wan. He but didn't how know did that. she how, know yeah. that he knew? I mean, obviously, we know that she's Force-sensitive, right. but can she read his mind? I don't think that she could have that ability. I really don't. I mean, she used I mean, it, though. She did use that power yeah. earlier. Well, well, Obi-Wan wasn't saying anything to plus He's also a trained Jedi, so right. how would she be able to pull that information? See, I, I don't know. know. I feel like she already knew that, that they you know, were partners somehow. But I don't like the fact that she knows that Vader's Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. I really don't like that. I mean, I understand what they're coming from when they're writing and stuff, but the part of me is like, okay, the only person that should know who Vader truly is is like Anakin and Yoda. That like the main people that are still up because everybody else thinks that Anakin's still dead that died in you know Order sixty six because like we've seen in Fallen Order Cal Kestis knew who Anakin Skywalker was and they thought he was a great master but they didn't know he was Vader so yeah like I'm I'm wondering like you know has how more we'll get that. mystery and depth that they don't know to be honest right so but, again this could be Rave's backstory coming into play maybe she knew all of this stuff I don't know I but don't know. they'll have to write it really well in order to explain all this but I didn't really necessarily like that but I do like the fact 
of her revealing that Vader is still alive and Obi-Wan was like, what? No yeah. way. Because he that, didn't believe it. Yeah, th- that part was big. And then mm. later you see him when he when he finally escapes, like struggling with that, like, what? Right. Like right. that that that's that's huge for him. Like oh, yeah. he knows Vader's Shocking ruling the, the, the galaxy. Right. And this was the person he thought was dead. Right. You know? It it had to be hard for him for sure. And then of course we have a really interesting part we have to discuss for a second or two is the fact that she when the Grand Inquisitor comes in, she stabs him. So this is the part that's like a little bit Huh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we know he's not dead. So how are they going to do that? Because Rebels takes place afterwards. Right. Rebels takes place five years right. from this time. And then Grand Inquisitor, we know his death doesn't happen until season one, at the end of the finale of season one of Rebels. So I'm like, how, what, what, you know so what I'm saying? So assuming it's the same as that guy, which it has to be. There's not right. another Grand Inquisitor that looks right. like that. How does he survive a lightsaber straight through his chest? That's the one thing. Well, it's through the stomach. I mean, we've seen well, other dude, people survive worse. Darth Maul so. got cut in half. Right. So he's got to so. live unless the writers are just like stupid and like completely yeah. like. Oh, by the way, we forgot. We forgot about that. Oops. <laughs> when I first saw I was pissed because I, 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 I forgot that the Grand Inquisitor had died. I was like, dude, there's no way they make Reva the bad guy I from was season, for episode two. But there's no way he's dead. I was mad at first. So I did read that the species is has two stomachs. So I'm wondering maybe they just like got him in one. Oh, and you stabbed the wrong one. one. I don't know. Or maybe know. there is another one out there, Grand Inquisitor-wise, and maybe they bring him in to become the new Grand Inquisitor or something. But that wouldn't necessarily make sense I either. Just, just keep the guy, make him recover, right. and then he'll have a personal vendetta against her, right. along with Vader for disobeying him. We'll, so, s- we'll see. I don't know how they'll do layers. that. I do think it would be cool if there was another Grand Inquisitor that way. That way we could really have Jason Isaacs come into live action and betray him and then make him really do look like the actual we cool. like. I think that'd be pretty cool. But I don't think he'll do that, but that would be really cool as well. So there's no way he's dead, so we'll see how they explain that in the future. But then, of course, we have to talk about the ending of the episode and probably one of the best pieces of Star Wars I've had in a long time. This is awesome. Mm. And that was Obi-Wan you know, sitting in the you know, spacecraft and then you know, calling for Anakin, using the Force. He was legit. He was like he wanted to talk to him. Yeah. And then, of course, we have the big reveal. What do you think about that? Bam. <laughs> Bro, I don't know what to think. Seeing, seeing, um, seeing him just break down in shock over what he just learned, and then mm. it instantly cutting over, and we get to see unmasked. Um, right. Well, he, has, he still has the breathing thing, but yeah, we get his eyes. He, yeah, we see his eyes. And seeing that, I was like... Mm-hmm. Dude, it hurt. Was that yeah. Hayden Christensen? It was Hayden Christensen. It, it didn't look like him Oh, well, He had the all, mask on, bro. and he was completely white, no yeah. hair, like, you know. You, it wouldn't look no, like him. Listen, I can't. <laughs> that was so cool. Dude. It was so awesome. And he opened his eyes. I was in myself. I was like, dang, let's go. Yeah, he looks cool. And that makes me realize I think he'll have a lot bigger part in the next four episodes than he did, in, of course, in the first two. I hope so. He and has. I, uh, he has to out of that. So we'll see. And I want to see more past scenes as well in the future of this show as well. But so far, mm-hmm. I'm really pleased with what they've done with Kenobi. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. I'm excited for the future. I'm excited for the duel. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't lie. This has blown my expectations out of the water. I right. thought it was going to be a lot worse, and they've met like everything really well. So, Well, it's kind of hard. I mean, they have the source material right there. It's really hard to screw that source material yeah, up. You're just an so, idiot. You'd have to be really bad. <laughs> so I'm glad we don't have uh, the guy who did Boba Fett. Oh, dude. <laughs> Rodriguez, Robert, dude, you are never touching another project (laughs) ever as long as you live, my guy. (laughs) Please, no, go away. We don't want you. We don't want you. All right, but that concludes Obi One, and we're super excited for Episode Three coming sometime. (laughs) Sometime. (laughs) All right, guys, thank you for the listen. 
Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, let us know by uh, giving us a review uh, and a download. Uh, our podcast is available um, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, whatever uh, you listen to your podcast on. Uh, we just want to give a, a quick shout out to all our listeners. Uh, we, we just had a big month. Uh, thanks to you all. So we appreciate the support. Uh, it doesn't go unnoticed. Uh, and we'll see you all out there. So uh, thank you. Um, our next announcement is we're dropping Star Wars uh, the Celebration Day like breakdown on Thursday morning, right? So Star Wars just came out with a ton of new stuff for Andor, Bad Badge 2. So we'll be putting all that in a shorter episode. So uh, stay tuned to Thursday morning uh, and check that out. Yes, very much. And we want to thank you all for listening. And as always, may the Force be with you. And we love you 3,000. <laughs>